0: The pandemic, social unrest, the state, and the White House. You are listening to The John DePietro Show. Well, good afternoon, folks. You're listening to The John DePietro Show on AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. Right now, it is 12.06. It is Monday. And again, it's The John DePietro Program. I want to say good afternoon to everybody tuning in, Facebook Live. We have our uh, Facebook Live stream that is up and running. And uh, this portion of the program, folks, is brought to you by PR Landscape Materials and Garden Center. They have had a fantastic year, and they are capping it off. Uh, As someone that has been there, you know, I go there so many different times. And um, what an an, uh, incredible display they have. Rhode Island's number one garden center. They've outdone themselves. Steve and Debbie and Junior and Byron, it's PR Landscape Materials and Garden Center. We went yesterday. And uh picked out our, our trees. They have uh, beautiful trees. Now there's only a couple left. So get in there if you'd like them, and they're just terrific. Also, potted live trees, custom handmade wreaths, ten inch, sixty inches in size. They also have Christmas swag and mistletoe and hanging baskets and uh unique bird houses and custom made sleighs, all made by local artists, and they're just terrific. Roping. Cut greens, decorative pots, cemetery baskets. Don't forget those that have passed. Christmas crafts, they're open seven days a week. Gift certificates are available. Uh, check them out on Facebook. It's PR, Landscape Materials, and Garden Center. 3688, Quaker Lane, in North Kingstown. Everything you need. And uh, it's just so festive. And I'm so glad, folks, especially, you know, God is good. The weather this week is... Um, You know, it's actually, I don't mind this weather at all. It's actually going to be pretty mild. I mean, today, look at that. Today is a nice day, temperature in the 50s. Tomorrow, temperatures in the 50s. And then uh, Thursday, maybe even getting up towards 60, I will take this nice, mild weather. It's good for getting out and uh, Christmas shopping and getting everything you need folks PR landscape materials and garden center. All right, good afternoon to everybody again on Facebook Live. We do our noon report and then when there's breaking news, we will be doing that. I apologize folks. I, I know people are like why didn't you why weren't you at the murder on Saturday night? Well, uh, cuz Juan has different things going and it felt kind of late and we don't always um we don't always exactly know. Uh, you know, when it's going to be something like that. But I want to be very clear just to start off. Um, I want to obviously encourage so many of you to visit the website, depetro.com. I think what I have illustrated in uh, and again, I, I also want to mention depetro.com, which, we, you know, we have so many uh, terrific uh, sponsors that support it and you can check it out. It's a happening at DePietro.com, which is watched by Tavolo, Wine Bar, Tuscan Grill, authentic, innovative Italian cuisine, big city food and ambience without the big city price tag. Three locations Providence, Atwells Avenue, Smithfield, and Warwick. But check out DePietro.com because we do have some u- unique reg- and, um, uh, stories, stories that yeah, original reporting you won't find anywhere else. Folks, you can see on the website as I lay out that I think I have um, so far the best. This comes from with talking with uh, various different people uh, in you know Providence and Pawtucket, and it's it really has to do with you know uh, who killed the poor girl Maya Brophy Bayerman and to me it begins and ends with it was it was gang violence. So, I mean I I think that makes the most sense. <clears throat> it was a gang drive-by shooting. You can uh, read the story. I a video. Uh, it seems it was sparked by something else, but it's a happening on the website. And then what the, what the media now is hesitant to say, and it's not your imagination. Listen, I'll say it. Providence has a gang problem. Providence is, is not unique in that. Providence is not unique in that they have a gang problem. A lot of big cities have gang problems. Whether people like it or not, gang life, so to speak, has been glorified. It has been. It's been glorified. And, you know, whether it is seeing videos of uh, a lot of the rap videos that kind of started from there to, um, in in some ways, it it, it seems to be tied in many times with drugs. But Providence has a gang problem. Now, what Providence also has is a mayor who doesn't like police or anyone using the word gangs. He prefers Groups of people. Uh, I want to go back. If you go back into, let's just say the '70s and the '80s, whether it was New York City or Chicago or New England, but the United States, they, um, you know, there was a feeling that there was an organized crime problem, and they had to deal with it. They could have just said, no, there's no problem. No, organized crime, that's just something in Hollywood and the Godfather pictures. But what did they do? They, they you know, changed the laws. They brought in the RICO Act. And it was very, very difficult because with organized crime, <clears throat> you know, you would have a lead member of the, the family. And they would instruct underlings to, as an example, you know, go to wherever to, quote, solve the problem and take care of the problem and so then you know someone would be executed and then you know you could easily get the head of the family and and he has an alibi he never left the state he didn't pull a trigger he didn't buy a bullet he didn't buy a plane ticket he didn't do anything but what they were able to establish was there was a chain of command and they had a criminal enterprise and that basically ended organized crime for all intents and purposes. So, but one of the first parts of that was identifying that there was a problem. If you won't identify there's a problem, if, if you continue to say, you know, uh, and, you know in, in, and I could give a lot of different examples, but this seemingly stems from Mayor Lorza. And, and I noticed that now there's a hesitancy even within the police department that they won't use the word gangs. Mayor of prefers the terms groups of people, which doesn't make any sense to me. I'll tell you what no one else will tell you. They, they should have a gang task force. They should. You know why? Because it's a problem. This murder up by PC on Saturday night, that guy was a member. He was associated with the Harriet Street gang. He was. And it's not a coincidence. He got knocked off. And then later that night. What do you think happened? Police. Police were, in fact, uh, they stopped some members of the Harriet Street gang who it sure looks. That um, that they were going for retribution. Now, what what would you call that? You could say it was just friends, some friends of his, but it seemingly goes beyond that. So but 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 this is here. here's what I know, folks, at 1213. <sighs> This is going to be a problem for the remaining time that Mayor Alorza is in office. Mayor Alorza, the mayor of Providence, Jorge, Jorge, Elijah, he, he uh, as long as he is in office, he is a progressive, he is an activist, he, he never should have been in charge of the city. Uh, he won in that special election. Where, you know, you don't even have the Providence Journal editorial anymore. And they took out CNC and, you know, the panic was CNC was going to lead them back in time and it's going to be a lot of crime and corruption. So but now you have a situation where Mayor Lorza, um, his views were not fully vetted and his views have have uh, morphed into very progressive attitudes. You know, it's the same. I couldn't write their talking points. <clears throat> You had a murder in the city. And what does the mayor Lorza say? It's heartbreaking. Uh, my heart, you know, our thoughts and prayers go out to the family, their family. We must get guns off the street. He never criticizes, never criticizes the criminals. He never criticized to say, see, this is what gang life brings you. He's always providing outs. He never blames the individual. Never. Doesn't matter. Never blames criminals. That guy has done so much damage to the city between having a sanctuary city, which really started under Cicilline, but it went to another level under Alorza. Uh, What's the problem with the sanctuary city? It leads to an element of lawlessness is what it does. He also allowed the ATVs that in many ways, you know, join forces with the gangs. Uh, He has created uh, a city of violence and crime. And he won't allow police to even identify them as, as I said, as gangs. It's just groups of people. He's more concerned about political correctness. He's more concerned about bike lanes than he is about public safety. He's the wrong guy for the job. Now, all you can hope is the next person that comes in is is tougher on crime, crime is a problem in the major cities it's a problem in chicago it's a problem in boston do you know over the weekend that um you had the mayor of chicago was blaming businesses for not having their own security for not having security cameras and said you know these businesses notice she doesn't blame the criminals the mayor of chicago she's another one Lori lightfoot she never blames the looters she never blames the criminals she says, you know, what kind of business person doesn't have his own security guard security cameras? Well, with the amount of taxes you pay, you would think the city could police and and you wouldn't have to have those things. It should be an added on. You don't start criticizing businesses for not having that. Instead, with all the smash and grabs and everything else, they never come out against the criminals. Never. When you had the gang shootout in Washington Park back in May, the next day, Mayor Loza and the like, see, they listen. He listens to the last people you should listen to. They had that Tierra Mack, that state senator, who's so irresponsible, ridiculous, immature, should not be in a position of authority. However, I'll say this: She gets a complete free pass from the Rhode Island Republican Party. But what did they do? They blamed water quality. They blamed asbestos in the school. They blamed lead paint for a gang shootout in broad daylight in Washington Park. Which nine people were shot. Never did they blame the individuals. We got to get the guns off the street. We got to clean up the water. We got to get the lead paint. on What? These are punks that are so brazen and had a gang shootout. As a matter of fact, you know, I, I do have a problem, folks. And I don't care. But the rest of the media kind of give so many of these progressives a free pass. Uh, obviously, I don't. But that state senator Tierra Mack, you know, last hour—if you didn't—if you—if you missed it—I was discussing with Justin Katz our segment of politics this week, and the Republican Party. I mean, you know, no, no real surprise here. But the Republican Party has no candidate for governor, has no candidate for Secretary of State. Um, you know, I mean, I—I—I'm I, not going to get into a situation that we're blaming the the party, but when, when you don't. Say things are impactful and stand for things, then you don't get people to say, I want to be in this camp. But that state senator, Tara Mack, you know, it was on social media that obviously, did you see those horrendous, dangerous tornadoes over the weekend? So they had a story. Over 100 people are possibly trapped after a tornado caused an Amazon warehouse to partially collapse in Illinois. So this irresponsible, immature, delusional state senator Tierra mac tweets out on top of that capitalism literally kills As if it's amazon's fault that their warehouse happened to be in the path of a incredibly dangerous tornado where the state of kentucky has been now been deemed a state of emergency by the president what that is a different type of mind that thinks in that way Not that Amazon provides jobs. Not that those people are innocent victims who were just going about doing their jobs and working. But instead, and she's at it again, I see. Tornado killing 100 people in the middle of a December night doesn't seem normal to me. Neither is working at a warehouse for the world's richest man for less than a living wage capitalism kills climate change is a symptom of, ca- of uh, capitalism listen I, um, I understand I completely um, understand that there's people like this you're never going to change their mind you certainly don't um, get mixed up with trying to have a discussion with individuals like this my, my point is Um, you know, this is the type of individual that Mayor Alorza listens to someone that would say that in the middle of a tornado, killing people working in a warehouse starts going after Amazon saying, saying that, you know, that's capitalism that killed them. I mean, that is just another level of of complete foolishness to even suggest something like that at least i think so but she gets a free pass And so i'm going to talk about this story about the voting in 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 just a moment but let me let me be very clear the person that was killed saturday night in providence was he coming from a restaurant downtown no was he shot in front of the mall at 7 30 no was he killed coming out of the p no 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 it was a targeted gang seemingly gang related shooting I don't see anything wrong with saying that. I don't think a lot of people get that. When they say it's targeted, this is not, you know, a, a family, a four, have dinner in the city, and then they're taking the kids to see a show at the pack, or somebody going to see a PC game or a brewing game at the dunk, and then somehow they get caught in the fire. That's not what it is. It is someone that seemingly with their lifestyle and choices, and not a kid, by the way. This guy's 33. Seemingly put himself in harm's way. World of difference between that and what happened to young Maya, which, again, I'm going to go on. If you uh, check out dipetro.com, I post the video that was made, posted in July, which I think set things in motion and then set up rival gangs to then take action. But when you're dealing with a mayor, which Providence is, Mayor Alorza, who won't use the word gang, who with the city council, disabled the gang database, saying it's not fair to label young people. It's not fair to label young people. You have people in their 20s in gangs. You have people in their 30s in gangs. What are you talking about? Uh, It's a tool to help police cut down on crime. I believe if law enforcement can come up with various tools, to make the regular citizen safer and neighborhood safer and street safer, that's what should be implemented. Not well, we don't want to offend the gang members by putting their name in a database that says that they are affiliated with a gang. I, I think that is just ludicrous. I do. It doesn't make any sense to me. It's convoluted. Folks, this portion of the John DePietro show is preached by Henry Oil. Listen, make, make Henry Oil your oil provider this heating season 401-521-0200 401 521 reliable, affordable fuel oil delivery switch to Henry Oil make Henry Oil your oil provider automatic delivery, budget plans service contracts, lock and cap pricing serving most Rhode Island and Southeastern Mass it's Henry Oil 401-521-0200 now we are waiting to see What's going to happen with Governor McKee? I know that does rhyme. I didn't mean for it to rhyme. So, but we're waiting to see because he is certainly um, feeling the pressure to pass stricter mask mandates. Um, that That is exactly true. Um, that's interesting and whether or not I'm hearing Mayor Fung may run for treasurer. I, I'm hearing that he may run for treasurer. Now that is complete foolishness. I'm seeing a tweet now. The Rhode Island GOP chairwoman is saying that Governor Kachiri didn't announce until April second. I mean, yeah, but he he was running well before then. That that's a foolish thing to say. Listen, the, the Republican Party, I, it, this, these things are not going to be changed by, by the party. They're just not. Anyone that's waiting for that, you're going to be waiting a long time. You're just going to be waiting a, a long time. So um, I want to get to um, the story that, and I, I recognize that some people um, are upset that I was critical about it. But folks, listen, and let me say this, if you're going to address the voting problem, at, at the very least, like, there are certain things that, let me let me be very clear. It's 1225, and, and you're listening to the John DiPietro Show on AM 1380, 99.9 FM. You can always listen online at the website, dipietro.com. Again, dipietro.com, which is brought to you by Brewed Awakenings. Discover the brew Difference, where they have fresh ingredients, uh, cozy environment, uh, all locations are open, two in Johnson, one downtown. There's a link at the website, Petro.com. I'd like you to visit there, support them. Uh, it's great for lunch or breakfast or just in the afternoon. Bald Hill Road in Warwick. We spoke to David last week. The guy is just fantastic. Support them. <clears throat> but I want to play for you um, this uh, piece by the Channel 10. And, and what is, you know, listen, I, I've met Katie Davis. I don't know her that well. Uh, I know what I'm going to say of the I team is going to seem critical, but if you're going to be the I team, then then dig, right? And I'll tell you something: if you want to do an investigative piece on voting, someone that I I just think the guy's a waste is John Marion of Common Cause. I do. I don't know him. I knew Phil West. Um, I just find him disingenuous. I do, and they they they're they're cute the way they answer questions. This is frightening. if channel 10 really considers this an investigative piece, because they left a lot out. So I'm going to do a little stop and start. It has to do with Secretary of State Nelly Gobea. If you're wondering what I think of Nelly Gobea, visit the website depetro.com. I want to be very clear, the numbers don't add up. If you're doing a story about voting in Rhode Island and voter rolls, there's a couple of things that you have to address, or you're not even scratching the surface. Okay? Or you're not even scratching the surface. Now, what do I mean by that? Number one, anyone is allowed to register to vote. Well, what do you mean? I mean, anyone is allowed to register to vote. And if you don't believe that, then you're not paying attention. At 1227, let me be very clear the state has no mechanism. In order to go out and find out if someone should have been allowed to register to vote. Where they get around things are through registering people to vote. This is not about voter ID at the polls. The people that should not be voting that are infiltrating our our voting system. They're not going to the polls with IDs. They don't need to. They've made it easier between early voting and the mail-in ballots. That is the key. And anyone that says, you mean dead people voting, don't know what they're talking about. There are thousands of people registered to vote. That's where the problem comes in. It shouldn't be easy to register to vote. What do I mean by that? You should have to prove you're a resident. You should have to prove you're a citizen of the United States. And you should, you should have to prove that you haven't registered here or other states. So there's a couple of things I just want to preface when I play this Channel 10 piece. Now, number one, the last 25 years, not one person has been convicted of voter fraud. As I've said in the past, you're going to hear John Marion say, oh, it's, it's a myth. It's a myth. And then I like this line. This guy, he, he is destroying democracy in Rhode Island. He is destroying democracy in Rhode Island. He'll say, you know, it's a felony if you register to register to vote, and you're not a citizen. What he doesn't say is no one's ever been prosecuted for it. Not only has no one ever been prosecuted for it, that John Marion a Common Cause is so disingenuous that they're not even looking for it. Let's just say, and I use this example, let's just say there's a road. And you say, boy, people seem to be really flying down this uh, this road. And they say, you know, no one's ever received a ticket on that road now they're trying to imply that they're all going the speed limit but what they won't say is there's no law enforcement checking the speed of people on that road and then they say do you know someone says well i think they were going 100 miles an hour that would be 50 over the limit person says 50 over the limit that would be a a fine of 500 dollars except no one's ever been given a ticket for that amount that is, I think, one of the better analogies. No one's looking for it. So there's, there's no, this is all done on the honor system. It is. I could get mad at the Republican Party that they didn't reach out on this, but what's the point, right? What's the point of doing that? Uh, they are who they are. But all I'm saying of Channel 10, the census records don't mirror The number, and there's something about that. And as I've told many of you, 40,000 illegals, 40,000 illegals were paid to fill out the census. There's no doubt in my mind those people were added to the voter rolls, not even mentioned in the Channel 10 report. I'll just say it. This is a hack BS report. It just is. I mean, come on. This is the I-team or what's left of it? All right. So next time I see Katie Davis, what, she ignores me or gives me uh, an attitude or blah, blah, blah. Listen, I, this is, I don't want to be very clear, it has nothing to do with gender. Whoever was behind putting this together, I think it's incomplete. All right, let's hear it. This is, uh, for better or worse, the Big eye team report. And uh, Nelly Gobia, you know, we're taking people off the voting rolls. Yeah, I bet you are. All right, let's hear it.
1: ...on voting rights and the potential for fraud. So what's being done locally to make sure voter records are both up-to-date and accurate? The I-team's Katie Davis takes a closer look.
0: Not really. It's the
1: behind-the-scenes...
0: You know, to say Katie Davis took a closer look is... She, she didn't even scratch the blanking surface. This is not an investigative report. All right, I'll, I'll play it. I'll do a little stop and start. It's just annoying to me, folks. It is. Because then this... They they just don't don't talk to John. The guy is part in advance of the part that
1: makes election day work. Our voter list
0: is the most accurate that it has ever
1: been. Nellie Gorbea is a candidate. Ready?
0: How do you know that? Based on what? Our voting list is like the most accurate. It's like ever bit. like how, based on what? Why? You hide your voting list. The full voting list is not transparent. Of course, there's no pushback on that question. Zero pushback on that question. All right, it continues. God, I was annoyed Governor at this.
1: But in her current role as Rhode Island Secretary of State, she says there are about 28,000 fewer voters on the rolls now than in 2018. About 713,000 versus 742,000.
0: All right, 742,000 people were on the voter rolls. That is... 200,000 more names that according to the census should be on the voter rolls. You know, I also just want to stop this right here. Katie Davis of NBC10, I-Team. Here's a fair question. Should the person who's in charge of the voter rolls be running for blanking governor? Not even raised in the piece. Either that or was taken out. How about that? Should you really, I'm telling you right now, I'm telling you on this December 13th, you watch what happens next fall in the primary and the general. They're going to have a new rule. The person running for higher office should not be controlling controlling the voter rolls. So she knocked it from 742 to 713. It's still 200,000 names over. What's registered the sentence, not even mentioned in the blanking Channel 10 report. I mean, come on. Why not say that? Should you really? Listen, and it's very clear. The moment Nellie Gorbia announced she was running for governor, she should have been forced to resign, period. Why is she tinkering? Let me ask you this. Do you really think she's going to lose the person running the election? The person running the election. You think she's going to lose the election? If you're watching a football game. And you said, boy, some of these calls by the ref are pretty confusing. What if then you found out the ref's own part of the team that the calls seem to be going for? All right, anyway, let's get back to this
1: Four years ago, piece. but that's actually a good thing because most people whose names were removed either moved out of state or died. We can update our voter rolls every single day. We can reach out uh, when we see things. We're looking constantly for data that might not be accurate. To do that, Rhode Island
0: joined 31 other states in I the
1: District of Columbia.
0: I don't believe this, by the way. There's no oversight. She still, hides, she still hides certain information from the voter rolls. You know what? And this isn't even addressed. This is like basic to me. She does it under uh, identity theft. It doesn't even come up. And this is a Channel 10 I-Team investigative report. Where have you gone, Jim Terracani?
1: The Electronic Registration Information Center, better known as ERIC. The nonprofit double-checks voter information across states to prevent duplicates and flag potential problems.
2: We need to keep our voter rolls this as clean as possible so that people have a chance to vote. There's also a very...
0: But this is John Mary. Now, something, something else, folks, I want to be very clear about. And that is ballot harvesting should be front and center in this. What does ballot harvesting means? As I have said, ballot harvesting. A lot of states don't have it. Rhode Island allows it. Ballot harvesting is you hire people and you basically pay them to go out and they get paid per vote. Let's just say it's $10 a vote. It's normally higher, but $10 a vote. So if somebody goes out and collects 10 votes that they show, see... This person's voting for you. How much do they get? Just do the math. They get $100. Now let's make it $20 per vote. Someone goes out and gets 10 votes. What have they just made? $200. You have people that go out and collect 1,000 votes. That's ballot harvesting. Should not be allowed. Other states don't allow it. Rhode Island allows it. Not even mentioned. In the big investigative report. The voice you're hearing right now, John Marion of Common Cause, he is part of the problem. Listen to the false statements that this guy makes. He should not even be in the blanking report.
2: Minuscule number of people who try to um, commit voter fraud.
1: I spoke with John Marion of Common Cause Rhode Island, a nonprofit that works to get as many people to vote as possible. Is it at all possible for somebody to vote in two states
2: we have a hard time getting people to vote let alone people wanting to do that uh, twice but it's a federal offense if you're voting in the federal election and it's a felony
1: another concern
0: let me uh, stop it what he he doesn't say minuscule amount how do you know that they don't investigate voter fraud they don't even investigate it. The Board of Elections Secretary of State. So, so my question is, how do you know that? How do you know there's a minuscule amount? You don't know that. He says, and this is really easy. It's it's a felony. How many people in the past 25 years, John Marion, of Common Cause, how many people in the last... I wish I could get this jerk on the witness stand. I really do. How many people... Oh, it's a felony. okay. How many people in the last 25 years have been convicted of that felony? You know what the answer is? Zero. Zero. You know why? Because no one's looking for it, you jerk. Such a liar. We have a tough time getting people to vote. So what does that tell you? Listen, I don't want a lot of people voting. I want fear elections. What do I mean by that? The number of a successful election should not be on the most people possible it should be on the most qualified not qualified eligible people of voting see in his mind oh everybody's eligible with john marion with that this terrible report that katie davis i could have done a better job my college radio station this is a this passes this passes as an investigative report like you've got to be kidding me it's so ridiculous doesn't even know. I don't care where she went to school. Doesn't even skim the surface. Gorbea and Marion must have been laughing when they got out of there. Laughing. Oh, my God. This is why. How do you know that? It's a minuscule. How do you know that? They don't even investigate that. You don't know if there's a 100 people trying it or 1,000 people trying it. Isn't that true? His goal is to get as many people to vote as possible. Here's what John Marion of Common Cause won't answer. Mr. Marion, would you have a problem with illegals voting? You know what his answer would be? No, I don't have a problem with that. Bingo. Thank you. No further questions. Your witness. Of course not. He doesn't care if there's 100,000 illegals voting. He just wants as many people as possible should vote. I want reputable elections. I want elections... That have meaning. I want legitimate elections. Not just let's get as many humans voting as possible. He doesn't even touch on the fact that in other states campaigns are not allowed to ballot harves. It shouldn't be allowed. Doesn't even get mentioned in this whatever this is. God. This is the the I I team
1: repeatedly, especially on social media, is that Rhode Islanders who have died are somehow voting from beyond the grave because imposters are using their identities.
2: It's largely an urban myth, but there's no evidence in Rhode Island that that's happening.
0: Let me also be very clear. What does he say? It's an urban myth. They're also not looking for it. I repeat, they're not looking for it. Do I think dead people voting is a major problem? This may surprise people. No, I do not. It's a, it's a problem, but it's not a major problem. It's not the overriding factor. Listen to me. You know, I'm not going to mention these, but there's someone that the moment I started discussing with this, they said, oh, you mean dead people are voting? You know what that tells me? They don't know what they're talking about. It's not. It's no one is turned away from voting. Nobody. No one is turned away from voting. That's impossible. Ten people. They need a translator. They go to the Secretary of State's office over near the post office on Corliss Street. The translator says, "There's ten people would like to register to vote. They're not citizens. Doesn't matter." Boom. Registered to vote. Not even asked. Not even asked in the report. Let's go back to the pathological liar Gorbea.
1: Year the Secretary of State's office found some forty cases where it appeared at first that a dead person had voted. But then when we looked further into those forty cases, unfortunately there were people who voted by mail and then died. So they were legally entitled to vote when they cast that ballot. They
0: were you know, this early voting, I'm telling you right now, it, it it it's just it's killing the election system. And I'm gonna repeat what I've been telling people. The most important office for the Rhode Island Republican Party to run a qualified, competent candidate is Secretary of State. If we, if the voting rolls, we, we, we don't have legitimate elections. We don't have a legitimate, let me be very clear. We don't have legitimate statewide elections. We don't have legitimate elections as far as for Congress. I i, I believe that, let's just say an example. When you have the mayor of Johnson's race, I, I think that's a legitimate election. When you have the elect mayor for North Providence I think that's a legitimate election. When you have statewide or like Cicilline with Congressional District 1, there's no way those are legitimate elections. And it's not even scratching the surface. I'll save you the trouble, folks. Nowhere in this, quote, I-team report from NBC10 do they even mention people registering to vote. You know, again, if you're not looking for people speeding, you're not going to find people speeding. (sighs) We went fishing. How'd you do? We didn't catch anything. Yeah. Did you put your line in the water? No. No, we didn't put our line in the water. If you don't put your line in the water, you're not going to catch anything. If you put your, if you go fishing where there's no fish, you're not going to catch any fish. They're not even looking for it. Does anyone really believe that? 40 people died. That filled out that, no, I don't believe that. We we should not Rhode Island should have, listen to me, day of paper ballot elections. The more you go to computer, the more you go to early voting. I, Gourbet has got a plan. Now she's going to wipe even more people off the voter list. What does that tell you? Let's go back to the report.
1: It's the behind-the-scenes preparation, months or years in advance, that makes election day work. Our voter list wow. is... The most accurate that it has ever
0: been. Bull, such a liar. She is such a liar. She really is. All right, let me... uh...
1: Duplicates and flag potential problems.
2: We need to keep our voter rolls as clean as possible so that people have a chance to vote. There's also a very minuscule number of people who try to... How do you know that? Um, How do you know know that?
1: I spoke with John Marion of Common Cause, Rhode Island, a nonprofit that works to get as many people to vote as possible. Is it at all possible for somebody?
0: He works to get Democrats to vote. Getting people to vote, let alone.
2: People wanting to do that uh, twice. But it's a federal offense if you're voting on the federal election.
0: And no election one is prosecuted for it. Another concern that pops up repeatedly, jerk.
1: especially she on is. social media, is that Rhode Islanders uh. who have died are somehow voting from beyond the grave because imposters are using their identities.
2: It's largely an urban myth, but there's no evidence in Rhode Island that that's happening.
1: How do you Last know Charlie that? Secretary of State's office How made some do you cases know that? that a they don't even look. Voted. But then, when we look further into those 40 cases, unfortunately, there were people who voted by mail and then died. So they were legally entitled to vote when they cast that ballot. They were alive. Yeah. The ballot is legit. Yes, absolutely. Both. Rhode Islanders will once again have three ways to vote next year. At the polls on uh. Election Day, early in-person voting uh. for 20 days beforehand, and mail ballots requested ahead of time. Oh my you God. can check that your information is accurate and up to date right now at vote.ri.gov. Don't wait for the last minute. Do it now. I'm Katie Davis, NBC 10
0: News. All right. Now, again, that's um, I don't know what to say, folks. At, at 1245, uh, you're listening to the John DePietro show. I. Um, wow. That that I'll, I'll tell you what's sad is that passes now for an investigative piece that passes for an investigative piece. Um I'm going to play a little Kreskin right now. You will mark my words on this Monday, December 13th. And again, folks, you're listening to the John DiPietro Show on AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. There's no mention in that report of what they're doing in Georgia. There's no mention in that report what they're doing in Texas. There's no mention in that report what they're doing in Florida. None of it. What are they doing? They're tightening They're tightening their voter rules, laws, because they find ways around it. When they didn't have voter ID, that's how they used to penetrate the system. Now they have voter ID. We should not have early voting. We shouldn't. Listen, it's an important day. I would have no problem if they said election day is on a Saturday. Everybody's off. I would wait three to four hours in line for a legitimate election compared to this bs they're so full of it and what's frightening is that's the i-teams version of it you know what the i-team thing was there's nothing there right it's like a investigative that nope we checked into it nothing there all above board i am telling you right now that next september All hell's going to break loose with Gorbea. Let's just be very clear about something. Does that make sense to anyone? Anyone that she's running for governor while she's also playing with the voter list? Right? Does that really make sense? The moment she announced, first of all, she shouldn't have anything to do with elections. The shell game they play is they throw the buck to the board of elections and then they throw the board back to the Board of Elections throws like hot potato to the Board of Canvassers. Then it goes to the Secretary of State, and they have plausible deniability, right? It's a game of hot potato. Secretary of State throws it to Board of Elections. They take it. They throw it to Board of Canvassers. They throw it back to Secretary of State. No one fully pinpoints where it came from. Um, This thing will blow up next September because Gorbea is already laying the framework. That she's she's gonna win. Why would she not win? How does she not win? She's running the blanking election. You know, she's even. They're gonna do another test run. I, I'm gonna tell you about that in. Um, actually, let me just quickly find it. I, I can't believe they're gonna be allowed to do this, but but they are, and um, and this this is a, again that I I don't know. We we know the Rhode Island Republican Party. This much I know. They're certainly not paying attention to what's going on. That much we know. Uh, but things need to be done outside of them. But she had, I, I mean, unless Channel 6 is wrong. Now, Channel 6 has a headline. State removes more than 180,000 records from voter rolls. What is that supposed to mean? <laughs> but, folks, I want to tell you about Propane Plus. Heating and Cooling. I want you to call Tim Johnson at Propane Plus at 508 252 3359. Propane Plus serving Rhode Island and Massachusetts. If you are listening in Massachusetts and you would like Propane Plus, leading provider, propane services, they can install a tank, they can deliver to you Propane Plus heating and cooling. Call them today, 508 252 3359 in Rhode Island. Call Propane Plus, 401-885-4209. Remember, Propane Plus, it's affordable, it is sustainable, equitable, and it's even, now, it's renewable. Propane Plus, heating and cooling. The Johnson family, I'll tell you, they're the greatest, serving Rhode Island and Southeastern Mass. This is a channel, oh, this was the Associated Press. More than 180,000 records have been removed from the voter rolls, according to the Rhode Island Secretary of State, Nellie Gorbea. She issued an update on the ongoing voter roll maintenance on Friday. Listen to this. She said the voter rolls, quote, are the cleanest they've been in years, with 182,000 outdated voter rolls removed since she took office in 2015. Rhode Island currently has 713,000 active registered voters. Now, a problem with that is, according to the census, there's only 545,000 active voters. So why is that number so far over? No one asks. Here we go. An additional 89,000 voter records have been marked inactive. The first step in the multi-year process of removing outdated registration under federal law. Listen to this. This is Corbea. She added her team... And local boards of canvases conduct voterless maintenance daily, work with the health department, blah, blah, blah. Here we go. Ready? This month, the elections division will also send mailings to 25,000 voters who may have recently moved to a new address. The mailings will prompt voters to update their voter registration information if needed. Do you know what that is? That is a run through for the primary and, and that is 25,000 new voters. Gorbea enrolled Rhode Island in 2015 in the Electronic Registration Information Center. Multi-state partnership uses secure data matching to improve the accuracy efficiency of state voter registration lists. Listen, when she is disingenuous, was she removed the birthdays, she removed the birthdays. And for the life of me, folks, I have no idea why the media gives her a free pass. So by doing this, I get it. Uh, You annoy, I annoy the people of Channel 10. Katie Davis of Channel NBC 10 IT. How can you, how dare you say that? Listen, it it seems very simple now. Mark my words. After what's going to happen next fall, after what's going to happen next fall, people uh, are going to say we need legislation that going forward if you're running for higher office as secretary of state, you can't be controlling the election. Watch. It's going to happen. That woman should not be in charge. I, I, you know, however, I get it that McKee, Governor McKee and the rest of them think that they can get so many people out to vote, they can overcome the fraud. But they're not even asking the right questions. Folks, this portion of the John DiPietro Show, check our website, is brought to you by Endzone Sports Pub, 960 Menden Road in Cumberland. Monday Night Football tonight. I'll tell you, Patriots are in a great position right now. And this is going to be very exciting. The rest of the season, the playoffs. Stop in and see Dana, everybody. Zone Sports Pub, 960 Menden Road in Cumberland, where they have uh, – it's clean. It's family-friendly, family-run. Karaoke Friday, Saturday nights, and the NFL ticket on Sundays. End zone Sports Pub. Stop in and see them. Well, folks, good afternoon at 1254. You're listening to the John DiPietro Show on AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. Now, as far as um, with what's going on with uh, <clears throat> Governor McKee and the variant, and uh, this, this is going to be a big test. I noticed that in Massachusetts, Governor Baker... He's moving for COVID uh, tests at home. And I think that is the next direction to go, is the COVID tests at home. Uh, Governor McKee, If Governor McKee moves for the statewide mask mandate, he, it's going to hurt business. It's going to hurt business. Uh, once again, you know, Governor Baker... The state's going to distribute 2 million free COVID rapid home tests to hardest hit communities. They should really be everywhere. And I know, like, for instance, look at the Boston Globe. Uh, without statewide mask mandate against COVID, health experts say mass will fight this war with one arm tied behind our back. Listen, everybody's got to make decisions. Everyone needs to make decisions. Let businesses set it up. That if a business, as I said, if there's a business and they want to have, um, they want to have a mask mandate for that business. I I have no problem with that. None. Good. Let them do that. Let me also just say this about the media. Enough about the stupid hocus pocus film. Okay. All right. We've had other things filmed in the state. Re- reporters should not be like swooning over the filming of. Of of you know the the this film so let's let, let's like calm down on that stuff just a little bit we're all like freaking out about it um, I, I I get it all right it's very exciting I, I'm glad I, I wish they would film more uh, films in in Rhode Island so but uh, Big Governor Beak is doing the right thing he's doing the right thing if there is a store or a business, and they want to have a mask mandate, you know, I, I, as I said, I think it goes along the lines of when you, you see a sign most time in the summertime, and what does it say? No shoes, no shirt, no service. If a business wants to put out there that you must wear a mask when entering that business, then shoppers have a decision to make, Right. Shoppers have a decision to make: Do I want to shop at that store or not? And if people say, "Okay, I'll I'll shop there," then they need to put on a mask. But let the businesses decide that. I don't believe that uh, that Governor McKee should be issuing that. There, there's there's many people on the left who they they then never take responsibility and there's no consequences when they're wrong and i i use the example that there was some pretty high profile members of the media uh when when they were talking about what kids were doing in the college campuses and they were saying oh if these college kids don't like the mask, they're going to hate the ventilator yeah except there were no college students in rhode island that ended up on a ventilator so therefore when you put that out there you were wrong when the public school teachers were having protests and saying, I can't teach from the grave, I can't teach if I'm dead. I don't know. Oh my God, if the kids go back in person, you're going to be killing the teachers. How many? I'd have people, how many, John? What's the appropriate number that's acceptable of children? Except there were none. No school children died from that. Zero. Hmm. <sighs> Um, mayor alorza oh my thoughts and prayers go out to the family we have to do something about these groups of people don't call them gangs we don't want to offend there we don't want to offend them by calling them gangs they're groups of people All right. Now, next hour. I don't mind, by the way, that Chris Wallace is leaving um, Fox News Sunday. I stopped watching it. I think he's flat. I think he's annoying. Um, There's never a big Chris Wallace fan. I think uh, I think ABC this week with Stephanopoulos. I think he runs a better Sunday show than Chris Wallace with Fox News Sunday. Uh, I found Fox News Sunday Meet the Press has really floundered under Chuck Todd. As someone that I watch all the Sunday shows, I I think this week was Stephanopoulos they have some good people on the panel, and at least you get the Republican view. Not, not a Chris Wallace fan, not a Chris Wallace fan. I don't think it's a loss. Uh, my choice, I think Dana Perino would be very good host of Fox News Sunday. She is brilliant. And she is smart and tough and asks good questions. She's on Fox during the day. She's on The Five. I think Dana Perino. I think she'd be good. Let her do it. I think she's one of the better people out there. Folks, it's 1259. Here's what we're going to do. It's John DiPietro. We're going to break for the 1 o'clock news. We have another full hour to go. Radio only, though. You can listen AM 1380, 99.9 FM, or you can listen at the website, DiPietro.com. We're going to break for the 1 o'clock news. We'll be back on the other side on The John DiPietro Show.